0: A bloody pigeon.
1: <laughs> Catch the pigeon, that's bad. <laughs>
0: Hong Kong fooey. That's pooey. Right. You ready? Yep. At the
2: top of your feet.
0: Episode 4 of Higher Fidelity, uh, the music discussion podcast that does away with the tired cornerstones of music debate, Beatles vs Stones, dissections of Zeppelin 4 and everyone inexplicably liking Prince, and instead focuses on Searchers vs Blue Jeans, dissections of London Nilhull 4 and everyone inexplicably disliking Any Trouble, a band crushed with amazing music and unfortunate faces. Uh, it's me. It's me. And it's me. Officially and unequivocally of Zen Arcade. Uh, we announced the band there last week. Hmm. Very, exciting. We announced the band, cro the fanzine, and this podcast, Higher Fidelity, uh, at 19.45pm, remember the war, on the 26th of September. Uh, and within hours, people were getting in touch with, you know, bits of the podcast they liked, sections that they enjoyed, and like, suggestions for their Sonic Seconds and Second Best and all that, and even suggestions for new segments as well. All terrible, but... <laughs> We appreciate the the, yeah. the input. It's uh, been a white knocker ride. Exactly.
1: A fuckle. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and uh, Magnon as well uh, has been printed off at home by other people in uh, Tokyo, Tennessee, Buenos Aires, and Ireland, obviously as well, which makes up about four continents in under eleven hours. Beat that, Hitler. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. If that's good. not global. If that's not global to what the hell is? Uh, uh, Olivia, famous for recommending Cotton Mather to me in episode one Sent us a photo of it on the Chattanooga Choo Choo
1: Fantastic The I'm
0: world d- is tiny again mm. And I for one, I'm glad yeah. that, uh, Zen Arcade still uh, has no music and no shows yet planned mm. uh, We are literally a photo
1: mm. International right? Men of
0: Mystery Yeah, have you were playing with Lilac there a few days ago tell us I about was playing
1: with Lilac uh, I was playing with Lilac and I also saw uh, a show Featuring the musings of uh, Beatles expert Mark Lewison Which was uh, hard, hard to tell Which was more exciting It was Mark Lewison But uh, <laughs> no, uh, Yeah, no, we had, uh, we had a great show with Lilac uh, Part of Irish Music Week um, It was uh, A hell for a leather evening Where I saw a bit of Mark Lewison Talking about the Beatles 50th anniversary of your own discussions He's a really cool um, Beatles scholar He's like knows like more than I think anybody could possibly dr- Dream of uh, Accumulating about the Beatles and uh, so saw some of his show, went out and played a set half hour set with Lilac for uh, Irish Music Week, which went really really well. And uh, big up, big up Lilac to everybody out there who doesn't know who they are. Um, give them a them a follow and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I I am I am one of them too, but uh, Three. one of one of yes. Uh, but to, to to my delight, I haven't got even tell the news this yet that uh, I it turned out as soon as I left the venue where Mark Lewison was doing his Beatles talk his uh, laptop and all completely broke down. It was a a big technical failure and they had to extend the interval by 20 minutes and I got back and saw the rest of the show. Oh, brilliant. Did you hear the tape? Did you hear McCartney sing George's songs about him? He wasn't allowed to play that bit.
0: Why was that the the cornerstone of the promo stuff if they weren't actually going to play it? He did play a bit of it. Oh, he did play it? Yeah, yeah, but
1: he didn't play that bit of um, McCartney who'd listen to George's songs. He was allowed to use the bit that was quoted in a book in the 70s before. Like It's it's unavailable to the world except for the people who are in the venue here and so Lennon talking about where he wants the Beatles to go mm. and uh, that was a real buzz. Uh, I am absolutely, I fall at the feet to worship Mark Lewis. and He's we, met him as well? Yeah, we met him, met him, got the ticket signed. Should have brought Should have brought his uh, big Beatles tome tune in which I have a copy of, should have brought that to be signed. But uh, yeah, got to Jake's hand, said I was a big fan of his. He told me to get a life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, we get a day in the life. His new book. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. He was a. Uh, he was an absolute gent. And uh, I loved. I loved that he. I loved that he loves the Beatles, and uh, talks about them. There you was go. he? Was he bald?
0: He was bald. That's a shame.
1: Ross, you've your driving
0: test coming up soon. I do.
3: It's uh, really boring.
0: Uh, all all listeners of Higher Fidelity wish Ross the best of luck on the seventeenth of October for his driving test. In my news, I sit between you two now, and before the dedicated listeners of Higher Fidelity. A humbled man. I've joined the workforce. I'm now a working man with a stiff, a working stiff. I, <laughs> I work behind the deli counter now in Dunn stores part-time, uh, prepping the chickens for the rotisserie cooker. Prepping is far too nice a word for what I do to those mm. poor chickens. Yep, had, you
1: have what has been described as the least vegan job of all time. Yeah.
0: I go out back, and you know when someone's job is going out back, that what they're about to do is incredibly nefarious. I go back there and there's four boxes of chickens lined up, uh, eight in each, and I go out with with half a dozen big, long steel rods. And to cut a long story short, I essentially place snooker with these chickens' arseholes. I then place them on a carousel of fire where the music is replaced with searing flames and the horse you sit on is now a steel rod that goes from your bum to your neck. They're then cooked and eaten by the customers. Uh, (laughs) It's abuse. Cooked by the customers. Why not? I've had a few mishaps so far. Have we got a jingle for that? <laughs> 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 this is work fast where I just detail stupid instances of me being incompetent at my work. A ham is sold by weight. So when the customer asks how many slices they want, you put it on the scale. It mm-hmm. gives you the price. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to the customer. As I was weighing up the ham and I was leaning on the scales and tried to charge them over hundred and fifteen euro for two oh, no. slices of carol's crumbed ham no. <laughs> It's very nice ham uh, But when someone orders half a pound of Brady's traditional mm. and you pull out 224 grams right there on the spot and they don't even see it coming <laughs> oh, chills
1: yeah.
0: uh, There was one night there as well. I was we were there working late to about 10 or 11 or so there's stuff you can do uh, late at night it just sort of makes it easier for the workers in the morning it's sort of like just taking some yeah, like, course. things aside and things like that but it doesn't have to be done at night it's no, it's no big deal I was there late one night closing up and I sort of said to the lad I was working with, I said do I need to put this stuff away do I need to like pack it away and he goes ah fuck it man leave it for the fuckers in the morning and I was like yeah fuck them it was me I was on in the morning I fuck oh, I, I lovely. Fucked myself <laughs> lovely. I work at the fish counter as well mm. and the first time you do the fish display is a big deal mm. and I did the debut solo fish display last week. Nice. It's my nebworth. How'd it go? I, I went seabream, mackerel, cod, sea bass, salmon on the oh front yeah, of the yeah, alphabetical. My little, my little circle. Nice. Was that
3: alphabetical? No. Okay.
0: My big whoopsie so far has been what I call disaster backwards no-no pizza, where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the recipe now. So what you do is you get your blank base, which is just blank stone-baked dough. Uh, the customer tells you what toppings they want on it. You then bring the pizza and all the toppings over to the pizza creation station. <laughs> You then put the toppings on, as I remember it was sweet corn, meatballs, pineapple and pepperoni. This is a real pizza? This is a real pizza, the Oh my this. god! You then have to look at the pizza and realise that you've totally forgotten to put the mozzarella and tomato sauce base on it. Mm. You then look back to the customer, who was a mother in her late 30s, or early 40s, with three kids pulling and mulling out of her. And you can see in her eyes she's had a long day. And she says to you, I'm in a bit of a rush, would you mind just, just hurrying up there? Uh, and with the mounting polite pressure, you turn back to your pizza. ...and start to panic. Uh, you enter into what is called a fugue state... Mm. Uh, ...where almost any action seems like the appropriate one. <laughs> you then get an entire tub of tomato sauce... ...emptied on the pizza. You then get an entire tub of cheese. The mozzarella cheese empty that on the pizza too. You then have to realise that you've now hidden the toppings... ...under a cumulative kilo of fromage and puree. The sweet corn and meatballs are now the sad citizens of Pompeii... ...under the tomato and cheesy ash <laughs> of a vengeful <laughs> Vesuvius... You spiral even deeper into the fugue state and you get a second pizza base you put that on top creating a very distressing sandwich the one true pie the ultra calzone you then flip it over peel off the original base to reveal what on the surface looks like a pretty normal pizza stay with me Ross looks like a pretty normal pizza but that you know deep down beyond any realm of comprehension is a deeply cursed Morally unchained, ethically unhinged pizza pie Mm. You then turn around to the customer Hand the pizza Hexed,
1: it's been hexed
0: You then turn around to the customer uh, Who is the exact opposite of none the wiser They are very much the wiser Mm. As to what's just gone down And they disappointingly accept the pizza You then go out onto the aisle Start to pack ginger, chilli and lime Cod portions on the three for 10 euro aisle Mm. Only to see the customer come back To another member of staff behind the daily counter And hear the scraping of a pizza box being opened And the following conversation It's a disgrace. Ah, he's only new. It's still a disgrace. Backwards disaster, no pizza. A delicious recipe. Mm. Wow. Fun for all the family.
1: What a harrowing, harrowing journey that was. I feel like my marrow
3: has been sucked out of my bones. 1.21
1: gigawatts? This is Sonic Second.
0: Google Sonic Seconds, not my actual Sonic Seconds. <laughs> uh, this is Sonic Seconds, where each of us play two or three seconds from a song that just makes a track for us in our heads. Okay, so my Sonic Seconds
3: is from no matter what... <laughs> shit. <ships. laughs> <laughs> oh, I know
1: what's coming. No, go on, sorry.
3: <clears throat> so my Sonic Seconds is from no matter what, Bad Finger. Oh, very good. It's the the claps, which is, sounds you know, something like this. Oh, I need to turn on the volume first, <laughs> which sounds like this.
2: No matter what you are.
1: And also just... Yeah, Badfinger, great band, and that's a very worthy addition to the Sonic 2nd canon. It's the exact reverse of the claps in My Best Friend's Girl by The Yeah, uh, So I'll fo- follow that up then. Uh, for Ross's excellent choice, Ross's power pop choice, uh, I'm now going to follow up with Get This Kids Garage Rock. Uh, a sixties track by uh, the Rock and ramrods called "She Lied," blatant ripoff of "Glad Over" by the Dave Clark Five. Um, nobody seems to have copped, not even a ruthless Dave Clark, um, merciless Dave. Yeah, Clark. Absolute merciless, like intergalactic tyrant that Dave Clark is. Galactus is based on Dave Clark. Yeah, absolutely. Galactus wishes he was Dave Clark.
0: She lied. Bo- both seated for most of the reign as well. Galactus is yeah. a seated, floating, throne man, and Dave Clark is just a seated, non-floating, drum stool man. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking a Modoc. maybe. Well, Galactus is big purple helmet yeah. man, he eats planets and yeah, stuff. Fantastic Four. Uh, he's a stupid fucking cloud in Fantastic Four too. Isn't he it? was. He yeah.
0: was. I hope he floats. I know oh, he is a floating chair, man. That's okay. Yeah.
1: That's all right. No, I, uh, yeah, no. Dave Clark, it, it, it totally belongs in the pantheon of evil seated villains. Marvel or DC? Um, all of them. Uh, and <laughs> if, if you're if you're selecting a pantheon, I'm I'm including your Ming the Merciless your Davros is your Galactus is uh, every possible they villain Dave Dave tracked up there with the best of them, but uh, but anyway, he was ripped off uh, by the Rock and Ramrods, which he lied, which has this really pleasing um, melding of teenage voices. I'll
2: bet she don't like it.
1: Something happens there when those American high school kids' uh, voices meld together. It's something about the kind of nice, innocent, proto-punky attack of the way they sing that line. Um, gets to me In a way that I could I, I'm not going to go any further I'm just going to start crying If I keep <laughs> talking about it anymore As the kids say It hits different It hits so different it Gets me in the plums
0: Brilliant uh, My 20 seconds Again I'm playing fast and loose With the rules here I'm taking a, It's a song But it is from a film mm. uh, A film that is rightly heralded as one of the greatest Films of all time It's called The Jungle Book mm. And it's from the song I Want to Be Like You Of course Which King Louis sings The orangutan mm-hmm. Emperor Fantapubes. And it's Baloo's entry But Baloo's doing well Up at this point in the film And then this exact moment Cements himself As one of the great Side characters ever in film Yeah uh, It's this section here Hey Hazap bang Hazap bang True words were never spoken mm. Um Baloo bursts in In a hula skirt And coconut mouth Yeah he does Is, it, ta- is it a coconut Homer beard But is it Is it technically drag? Is it racist? <laughs> is it racist? Is it? <laughs> Baloo's really, been cancelled. It was, really it was all right in the sixties. It was yeah. I think it is
1: drag. Is it drag or is it racist? Either way, good. either way, I don't approve A drag race act. He's a he's a drag racer. <laughs> yeah, no, I th- I think he's meant to be female because King Louie's pretty keen on him, isn't he? And they dance together, but could that just be men enjoying a nice day, <laughs> a moonlit dance? Yeah, is that just buddies? men men did. Maybe, it, maybe they're just best buds. Oh, I yeah. don't. I haven't really thought about
0: that. I think also. The sentence, Baloo scatting in the jungle book Yeah Sounds like scatting Baloo scatting in the jungle book <laughs> It absolutely,
1: it absolutely does. It does And all you're what doing is there is You're describing one of the pivotal moments of uh, Pop culture in the 20th century That was
0: 1.21 gigawatts of Sonic Seconds
2: Sonic Seconds
0: Take me home, daddy I had to throw back to Baloo just there a few seconds ago This is Guilty Hatreds They're the bands that everyone thinks are great
2: But I-
0: Guilty Hatreds is a section of the show Where we talk about bands That we feel bad about not liking I've got a doozy Have yous got doozies? Have we got two doozies? Three doozies? I think
3: so I think we've got two doozies It's not a doozy But it's maybe a dooze Can I save
0: mine for last then? Oh yeah Okay go for it
3: My Guilty Hatreds is Dire Straits I know that's I thought that might have disappointed you Pete
0: Uh, No I He's bald (laughs) (laughs) Why would I care? (laughs) That's
3: reason enough Yeah no I feel bad Because I do I do think playing's good and the songwriting's good but not for me
0: no fair enough yeah i'm, I'm on board with mark Knopfler again it's part of the thing with like, those guitarists in those bands or those sort of bands. i like those people like something like, yes, yeah. like alice cooper i like alice cooper don't really like the music yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. mark knoffler i think i rate very highly as like a guitarist but i wouldn't be listening to i've never listened to a dire straits album oh ever.
3: yeah no no, um, yeah, no I exactly accept guitar parts things. are incredibly well thought out and
0: played but mm. nope not for rossi
1: uh, yeah, so my guilty hatred could be a contentious one now, and I struggled, uh, struggled long and hard to get one for this one. But you wanted like, to
0: go with you two again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to keep heaping shit on <laughs> you two, uh, but I know I had a I had a last minute um, Eureka moment. Uh, the Libertines.
3: Oh, oh. okay. So okay. I, thought, I
1: thought I knew this was going to be a contentious one. I thought it was going to be a contentious mm-hmm. one, uh, th- because most of the ones I thought of were like quite contentious in a way that i maybe need to build myself up to in future episodes so this is a doable amount i think of controversy um the libertines again there's so much to them and about them that i want to get behind and so much that i think is is like what you should do when you're in a band they kind of i love the whole albion the old england thing they you know following on that kind of kink style kind of lineage of bands um the uh, them were them wearing the Chelsea pensioner jackets. Uh, even uh, controversial as this for an Irish man to say. I think that's brilliant. I think it's really cool. It's again, it's like a nice. It was like a twenty first century update of the King's C type thing. Um, whiff of Paul Revere and the Raiders about it. Even you could say smelly whiff. Yeah, <laughs> getting a big Paul Revere finger held under your nose. <laughs> but uh, all that stuff. I mean, you know, obviously. Uh, Pete Doherty Carol Barat Responsible for some Great songwriting uh, Great ideas Genuinely creative Artistic people All that sort of stuff You know I'm bigging up The Libertines Massif here Something serious So I can then say Something about it Doesn't click with me And I think it's that The Production Sucks a Fat chode <laughs> It absolutely Does and The production Yeah uh, Which isn't real <laughs> uh, the, But the, the, the Nebulous concept That it is it still is such a misfire for me how the songs were captured. Um, there could have been so much. It could have been. It could, it could have been done so much better. Even even though they got Mick Jones in and all that, it could have been done so much better. Uh, I can't stand the drummer's technique and sound. Whatever his name is, the kind of weird like. Little tinny little splash symbol type shit yeah, that goes like on there all the time. Sounds like he's playing with those sticks um, that are made up of lots of little sticks. <laughs> <laughs> or the the ring the Ringo nineties ones. Yeah, I'm actually. I can see one in this room. I'm looking at one over there in the window. Um, Practically type things. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like that to me. It sounds like the dimensions of the kit are so impossibly small. I can't <laughs> can't get behind that. Um, the kind of general like kind of we can't get our fucking act together vibe it really kind of does me head in because it could be it could be great it could be a transcendently great idea Mm. it could be here's the fucking next great English band following on like dawn of the 21st century here they are here's the boys but it all seems to fall apart it seems for me for various reasons be it like the fact that the second album I think is made up of not one complete take and the fact that there seems to be not enough involvement or not enough committing to one singular vision to make it as great as it should have been
0: yeah. I totally agree what annoys me about them again I like them I, I haven't listened to a full album again I've like I, no I have I've listened to the, what's the second one what's the one with the hits on it The Libertines The, the Libertains. that one yeah oh that's why they're called that uh, <laughs> again I like the idea of them and the songs. some of the songs are great and all that sort of stuff I think the esteem that they're held in now the deification of them just because they were drug addicts Mm. That kind of wrecks my head mm. a bit. They a really good, like just fun English band that should be held in the same regard as like Kaiser Chiefs and Claxons and those. Yeah. Like that sort of. I know they were like the impetus for all that sort of stuff. That yeah. Uh, I I agree with you. They could have could have been so much better. Yeah. Mm, I'm on my own then.
1: <laughs> you disagree. I love them. Right. I, I I like the songs again. the really the mm. same song. Oh yeah, like like don't look back into the song and stuff like that. The, that's that's the best example I think of something that I want to be re- to really deliver and click with me, but just doesn't because of the way it's done. I should have done it basically don't
0: try to say no yeah execution was flawed pretty much basically I I think you're totally right
3: I I actually do agree with you with the the fact that the second album isn't made of one full take Mm. I think that is a stupid carry on
1: yeah yeah
0: but still love it okay so you went for a mild enough one just to sort of test the waters to how we can receive that sort of stuff my guilty hatred I'm I know for a fact I'm going to be so in the minority of what I say here okay and as I say up until this point now we've agreed far too much tragically we've agreed far too much so far Uh, my guilty hatred this week I keep saying week as well this month Mm. it's not weekly it's monthly (laughs) is madness oh wow no 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 wow no 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 no. yeah no it is that now the clarification yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that they don't deserve their place in music history they don't yeah. deserve success all that stuff something I, I respect really highly or value really highly in bands is mm. a sense of humour theirs is unparalleled and their commitment mm. to the humour and all in the image of the band mm. is stop I mean. sorry I am doing it way too much Yeah, yeah. Uh, their commitment to their humour and all that is, is spectacular it's unparalleled I can't fault them that at all I do like some of the songs you know baggy trousers and my girl and you know even prince buster and the covers they used to do the like madness and all this stuff and the bits i've heard before all think are great but much like you the libertines it just never ever clicks. me i would never ever listen to a madness album uh, i like i have a troubled relationship with ska anyway i liked i liked the specials like the first album specials uh, i was on stage with rank and roger in the, the garage or in, in the grand social
1: you as on well. stage with jerry dammers as well he
0: didn't ask me i was there <laughs> Uh, and we've met Suggs like once or twice at this point now. He's yeah. an absolute gent, but when I do, I do feel bad. I cannot bring myself to like madness, and the burden of the burden of proof as to why I should like them is now on you.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm kind of not surprised. I'm Not that big a fan, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, everything you're saying it makes sense from from our relationship and from the last couple of years. I, it all makes a lot of sense to clear up listeners. So me and Ross are like major, major madness fans. Oh, that's yes. that's the doozy, the that we have in, uh, on our hands here. Um, but I respect what you're saying, Pete. I think it's it, there's definitely valid criticisms and definitely uh, our madness thing. I think that there's a very specific period of madness that we're talking about that we're like huge fans of. So I'm not gonna sit here and defend like 1984, 85
3: madness. Yeah, period. it does. It does go downhill pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty fast there. It does. It does. Uh, it does slip. But, but first, literally. first three albums are yeah.
1: are genuinely brilliant. Yeah, I do love them, and I, am, but my love of it really comes from, uh, like I say, with Liberty following on the kind of lineage of British bands. I put Madness in that pantheon as well. I'd say it's you've got your kind of your Kinks meets your Ian Jury. Kinks meets Ian Jury put to a kind of a ska slash fifties rock and roll R and B fast domino <laughs> influenced backbeat. And again, the, the Ian Dury influence in their songs as well so I think is very very cool and that's, mm. I really like that as
0: a bag of and that is brilliant mm. uh, but all the album tracks I've heard that, that haven't been massive number ones in the inning in, uh, haven't been mm. huge hits that have dominated popular culture for the last 30 years mm. all the album tracks I've heard have been so nondescript right I've heard. Yeah, and I yeah, like that's yeah. why they were just great at picking the, what were going to be hits because mm. for, for, to me for like a casual person who would know the hits I, I'm not in any way intrigued to go listening mm-hmm. to but, album but because lyrics deceivingly good in them album. In the I'm album sure they text. are. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think that's the thing that it happens. Uh, that I think like if I was to if I was to send you in the direction of an album to put your feelings to the test, I'd say absolutely the second album mm-hmm. because it's quite quite a high caliber songwriting about it and I think it's like every song basically is a story song and there's lots of kind of interesting narratives and like Ray Davies ish lines going on and Ray Davies' concept, that kind of idea of like the death of an old way of life and the disappearing, you know, London which is like you know still a thing people talk about, but even for them, they're talking about like early Edwardian and Victorian London nearly disappeared. Yeah.
0: Well, on paper, I should like it. The bands, their 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 London friends, their London band friends, which were the likes of Squeeze and all sort of stuff, yeah, like Costello yeah. are all I absolutely adore. Totally, The yeah, madness yeah. just fell right through the mm. gaping crack.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: the, yeah. madness shaped crack. <laughs> they they nutty <laughs> trained away from me. Yeah. I I missed the station.
1: Yeah, we will look into it
0: you're not going to sway me Does <laughs> I listen, like, I, I, if you send me an album I will not listen yeah, to it yeah, yeah. no, but,
1: but if we're in the car you say I'm make you listen to it
0: if you come near the Diddy with any of that shit I would personally escort you to a hospital <laughs> I'm really annoyed as well I forgot to say I was going to open the segment with a bit of a pun and say what I'm about to say now is madness it's madness but I didn't do it at the beginning He's upsetting. Dang it. That was Guilty Hatreds. I feel bad yeah. when I tell someone I think they're only alright. Eee, grummy lard. It's never mind the fuzz box. the fuzz box where we've wired a mic up into a fuzz box one person goes over and sings a riff into it and the other two with headphones on have to try and guess what it is
3: pete's first up on the fuzz box today i
2: know
3: it sparky's dream (sighs) teenage fan club yeah
0: too easy too e- bloody easy Should have prepped more <laughs> After Black Cat Sparky's Dream Was the song That really made me Absolutely dive headlong Into the Scrooge McDuck Money piles <laughs> <at the Teenage laughs> Yeah Brilliant band Brilliant song It's some pity Gerald Love left there, Yeah Yeah saying. Anyway Who's next? I'll go up next Ross Farley
2: <laughs>
1: rendering these in a really unintelligible way. Uh, the
0: Pixies. Yes. Uh, Pixies. Uh, don't tell me the name of the track.
1: Oh, Here Comes Your Man.
0: Here Comes Your Man. It is indeed. I get the point for that. Half,
3: Half
0: point. 0.5. Uh, you see that Kim Shattuck died there recently. The replacement bass is after Kim Deal. I didn't see that. Yeah, she died of ALS. Very upsetting. Oh, Jesus. Alright.
1: Uh, notice how <laughs> no, I'm not... Bend over this time.
0: Did I bend over when I did mine as well? Well, you bent over. Actually. I did, I bent over. I keep, yeah. why, do I, why do I keep crouching? Uh, it's, not, not <laughs> a, it's not a crouching thing to do. I'm not, I'm not presenting this Crouching time. tiger, hidden riff. <laughs> uh, here we go.
1: I know that better than I know my parents. <laughs> you do. You really, really do. Oh. Cast your mind back. Mm-hmm. Ten years mm-hmm. to girls next to me in mm. school so I wouldn't say maybe one time you know so <laughs> when you couldn't measure a
0: cat <laughs> uh, oh no it's not it's, it's a whisper on a flowing river like I- no
3: I, I, I don't have a clue
0: really I, a clue. I know it so well Evan trust me trust me my friend of 15 years I know this <laughs> I know this but I, I can't I like it sounds like
3: stranger on the town to me no,
1: it was somebody helped me, but it's my Davis group. Oh, gee. It was
2: played yesterday in the car. <laughs> oh.
1: I'm so yeah. furious. A classic of our youth, a gem of our early teendom. Yeah. One of this, we, we, do we ever do it? I know we really keep on running and. I uh, uh, never did it. No, I, I think we, run. I think we often talked about it, but we did that. We did uh, when I come home and I'm a man. I'm home, yeah, in the I early days. I'm okay. Well,
0: <laughs> very disappointed. To let myself down in there. <laughs> that. Was never mine
1: was This is yours, mine, and archives. Songs we-
0: This is yours mine and archive where we get an old demo You can't laugh out loud and stifling your no, mouth No, I, I, I don't want to laugh over your intro This is yours mine and archive where we just play an old demo that we went we, Fuck me <laughs> This is yours mine and archive where <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me This is yours mine and archive where as we say in the jingle We jump back into an old hard <laughs> <laughs> This is yours mine and archive where we as the jingle suggests Dive back into a hard drive and pull up an old song That we think you might enjoy hearing That we do this headphone thing—it's far too short. A bit like my Willie. Appears <laughs> swap obviously. Now, this track is uh, one from the Stripes days, R.I.P. Mm. Called "I Will Be Lying." This was—was was this a contender for the third album? Was it ever really? I can't remember what, at
1: what it point was we recorded. A, around this. that time. But, yeah. Uh, it, I don't know whether it ever got into real contention. It might have been too late in the game. This was a uh, one that. Uh, we've always been
0: huge fans of the Graham Coxon album Love Travels at Illegal Speeds and never had a sufficiently ch- Telecast or striped t shirt chuggy song to go nope. with that fascination. Thought we did. This was an attempt at that. I'll be lying, take one.
2: frozen food section eyeing up a chicken Kiev and dairy confections I stumbled through a greeting at the counter in the village between offcuts cuts of cold meat and a confused old lady and I could tell it. A first impression to my toe I could tell you but I would be lying I hate the cheese I'm in And I hate my stupid hair And I'm sure I would have shaved If I knew you'd be there Though my outward appearance May seem lackluster On a day like today It's all I could muster Tell you about my personal hygiene. I can tell you That I would be lying that I would be lying You like all the bands that I like too even fancy some of them, but that's up to you I feel I've you down cause I'm not a rocker And I'm not tall and skinny like Travis Cocker Casually answer I am with the mirror Wearing a towel and a frown I'm not getting any thinner And I could tell you about my healthy diet I could tell you But I would be lying Thank you very much. I love you all. The
0: tambourine is a- <laughs> so now, yes, that was I will Be Lying. Uh, that song is waving a huge white flag that has in bright red letters, please do another draft. <laughs> You can hear that, like, that's probably is it maybe your first full take going through? It's definitely, yeah, best, I think but, it like, was. You're, yeah. you're still very new. We do this thing very unfairly with Ross where we record an entire song and then go, Now, do the vocals right now, and you have not prepared it at all. Uh, but I know some bits now that I like people here, listen to this if you enjoy it, let us know. We might we might end up doing it. Oh, look at that input. Yeah. You can definitely see the heavy Graham Coxon. Mm. Yeah, it was definitely that. Yeah. The bit where you do the. I oh yes. Exactly that happens. I grabbed your stomach and did that. So I actually I physically moved your diaphragm to make those. Yeah, you grabbed my my belly fat. Yeah. Which I felt weird about as soon as I did it. I shouldn't have grabbed that man's yeah.
1: belly. I'm pretty uh, impressed at how uh, competent we were at recording back then uh, to be on a massively self flagellatory note. Yeah, was that, this was pre as well like self flagellation is... means whipping yourself, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh well then Self-congratulatory. I thought I was coming up with a cooler way of saying it, but I was just talking about, like, hurting yourself. We were good at recording, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was... Considering we knew dick-all of the time. Still
0: no dick-all. This was before, this is when we kept using the guitar inputs as well on Logic and not actually using a mic and an amp like any sane individual.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, So, like, the pre-course bit had definitely changed. It is an
1: absolute, like, you're physically attacked by the amount of 2006 that's in that (laughs) pre-course. Look, that might get done. It mightn't. <laughs> not, not, nothing's got done yet.
0: yes that was yours mine and, archive. Yours, mine and archive. archive grab your checkbooks and other outdated forms of payment it's Pete's patent pending <laughs> <laughs> this is Pete's Patent Pending where I just pitch products that I feel uh, have potential that wasn't enough I had more peas in the intro the last time I'm upset with that
1: poo more peas than a peck of pickled peppers the last time
0: so I'm just going to blast through a few ideas that I think are worth selling Uh, number one a woodland set breathing and stretching school that incorporates the teachings of a Taoistic character from the 1960s cartoon yoga bear I'm more centred than the average bear (laughs) that was good That's really good yeah we Fucking launch the singer of the Detroit Wheels into space and ask for regular <laughs> updates on public loos and good restaurants. Mitch Ryder's Guide to the Galaxy.
1: I <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah. That's really good.
0: The US's intergalactic probing responsibilities are handed over to a pop singer, Cape Canaveral Levine. He was so scaly and he said he's an alien, so I stuck him to a chair. Eh- eh- air. He's looking pretty glum as I stick things up his bum and found it full of <laughs> he <laughs> Hey, hey, you, you... I don't like your tentacles No way No way Can I do an extensive autopsy Resulting in your inevitable death Bonus Levine patent mm. Avril Lavigne Loca she Sings in Spanish <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> Bovril <Levine>. Lavigne <laughs> I like that Meat paste That was Pete's patent pending Pete's
2: patent
0: pending Loca <laughs> Last segment now it's only bloody Have I Got Tunes For You. Have I Got Tunes For You. Have I Got Tunes For
2: You. Have I
0: Got Tunes For You. you. That's was a Davros and Tony Blackburn impression. Yeah. <laughs> this is Have I Got Tunes For You where we recommend an album you might like to listen to in the interim between episodes. Mm.
1: So apologies for the...
0: Uh, I'm gonna get one of those lads to go first because I totally forgot to bring an album in.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I'm an agent of chaos. There's no predicting where I'm gonna go, what I'm gonna do, what I've been listening to this week. It's all the variables are too numerous to mention. So, Roy Wood <laughs> is a man who I talk about, who m- makes music, and I worship. Him and he did an album in uh, nineteen seventy three called Wizard Brew. This is the third. Is this the fourth? Fourth time in four episodes they brought up Roy Wood or the third? Is it's either the third or fourth time? It's uh, him and the, I. I
0: don't know if it's him or the Hollies who've made an appearance in every episode. The Hollies didn't make an appearance today, uh, but they have now. <laughs> Alan Clark has a new album coming out soon. Check it out, folks.
1: What's it called? Resurgence. Resurgence. What's the single? Long Cool Woman's Back in Town. I think. Back in Town. No, Journey of Regret was the first one, and then it was followed up by Long Cool Woman's Back in Town following the next single this album was a mistake uh, yeah Alan's old it doesn't doesn't prevent it from being possibly the most adorable exercise of all time keep it up big A great to see you back but Roy Wood released an album in about 1973 called Wizard Brew the band he was in at the time or the band he was leading at the time was Wizard uh, who obviously are known for their big hits uh, obviously chiefly known for "Wishing You Could Be Christmas Every Day uh, which is quite a deceptive and bizarre way to make your way into such a weird and wonderful back catalogue because uh, he basically had done he'd done the move, he'd done a yellow, he'd moved on to wizard and he was now leading this kind of like 8 piece psychedelic glam rock 50s revival Phil Spector throwback heavy metal band um, with like a string section and brass and two drummers and two drummers using uh, double bass drums so four bass drums on stage. Uh, he was dressing up in full-blown psychedelic wizard costume face paint and was front in this band uh, and he'd had two you know he had three big hits at this point I think uh, two number ones and a, a top five hit um that had all been big glam rock pop hits people thought they had their uh, handle on the wizard idea it was like yep he makes these big bombastic hit singles great melodies harmonies yep we know what Roy was exactly like so if you had gone out and bought Wizard Brew enough people bought it to make it go to number 19 in the UK charts pretty low for him by by his hit standards it is but having said that if you hear the album it's incredible that it even got to number 19 because (laughs) uh, this album was described at the time as sonic terrorism (laughs) (laughs) that's what a contemporary reviewer called it it's He's, a better name for the album, Yeah, it? it is a better It's a way better name for the album. It was described as sonic terrorism because he took basically everyone's preconceptions of Wizard being this like friendly, upbeat, crazy, glam rock pop band and absolutely assaulted them with this uh, barrage of non-stop crazy experimentation. There's only six tracks in the whole album. They're all so long. And they go on in these really weird, wacky jams. There's a 13-minute song called Meet Me at the Jailhouse that opens with a four-minute saxophone battle. One saxophone battling with, with a, another a, sax, With another
0: saxophone. Okay, I thought it was like with itself, with its own one. No, and an alt- I think
1: a, a tenor and a baritone sax, f- duking it out for four minutes at the start of a song with no nothing else. Gonna go see the Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <You've> wanted, um... <laughs> one of him. One what? A lizard. A lizard?
0: One of the dragons.
3: Also, you said "Wacky Jams," which is a better album name. That's than not better. Album, yeah. I I picked
1: up "Wacky Jams" as well because I thought, "Wow, I hate that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you can't deny that, that that is what this album contains. Jackie Wams, Jackie Wams, and uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, sold twenty million albums. <laughs> Man's been busy. Yeah, no singles were released of Wizard Brew. It's just these six really fucking. Fucked uh, experimental songs again. They have the, they have a lot of the hallmarks in it. There a lot of it's rooted in fifty rock and roll and uh, kind of doo-wop and all that. But then there's all these kind of like mad like you know heavy metally riffs that careen into like weird like English country garden marching band kind of songs into another massive weird psychedelic string Beatlesque section, and it's absolute mayhem from start to finish. And uh, Roy would use the ring modulator which is a, a, a detuning... I think something to do with your bum, like. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
0: the, I've shoved a tomato ketchup bottle up there, get the ring modulator, <laughs> i have to get
1: it out. Yeah, the uh, the ring modulator, which um, is the machine that they use to make the Daleks' voices in Doctor Who. Uh, so it does that to your voice. He yeah. processed all the vocals using a ring modulator and uh, pitched his voice in weird ways and did all sorts of crazy shit, uh, basically terrorising the pop audience that would have bought any wizard singles. So, uh, I I'm going to use this as a little segue into how I. You mean sta- you're not done? You no, know, I'm going to make my I'm going to make my stance clear that I hate, hate 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 with a passion when musicians are referred to as artists. We all we all share that I believe. I one of the most sickening things on the planet is when a Wikipedia page says artistry. I hate it so much. Yes. It makes me incredibly angry. They're people in bands. They're singers. They're musicians. They're whatever they are. It drives me mental that it's gone particularly hip to call people artists these days. But in, if you're going to call Roy Wood an artist, it is an example of somebody using their output or their artistic uh, credentials to like lull you into a weird false sense of security and being like, Ha ha ha, you thought you knew me, here's this fucking absolutely inaccessibly weird album. Like yeah, a so, challenge, so metal, the Metal Machine Music. Yeah, about. yeah, so, he, so I'm throwing it out there as my How I For You recommendation, just if anyone wants to try and wrap their head around it, it's uh, it's so damn weird, it's a fun listen.
3: Uh, My Have I Got Tunes For You is The Band by The Band. Just, I need to get it out of the way because there's so many fantastic songs on it. Right, okay. And and very well played. And it's all first or second takes, I'm pretty sure, third takes.
0: I think it's probably the most successful album that has a predominantly brown cover. Yes.
1: (laughs) I agree. Very brown. The only other brown album covers I know of were absolute abysmal failures. The cover as well is the
0: only instance where I would approve of facial hair. Oh yeah, suits them perfectly. Yeah,
3: I would. i say that
0: and the Dubliners, kind of, I think, it's brilliant. They should have been called the Publiners.
1: Whoa!
0: <laughs> what are you thinking about? I know pints and stuff.
3: But yeah, it's like uh, tracks like um, "Look Out Cleveland," which we did. Which we we did basically the whole album. Yeah, terrific track though. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, get up, Jake. Rag Mama Rag. Oh, get up, Jack right. The Tonight they drove All Dixie down.
0: Virgil Kane was my name, and I came on the train. Who put on the album? Who was yeah, Who was that? But that doesn't even sound like Levon was singing as well. It's not. It's not Levon singing. That'd be. That'd be. It. <laughs> Who's singing that? Is it Garth Hudson? I don't know.
1: I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Probably Rick Danko having a bit of a. Well, Rick Danko has a smoky, rich voice. Oh, sorry that that, that is a, that particular song. Light voice. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you just meant across the album in particular, in in, in uh, particular, in general, the opposite of particular. <laughs> uh, yeah, a no, fantastic band or great band. The band. My have I got tunes for you this
0: week is an album that I found today, and I only listened to one song on it. So I'm going to join you all in listening to this album for the next episode. Exciting It's a band called the Nines. Uh, the Nines, the like the the num, the letter nine, uh, the number nine. <laughs> The album is called, Wonder World of Colorful. But yeah, I only found it today, I was driving home from Dublin, stuck it on. The first track, What Can I Do? Uh, I really li- I'm looking at the album now because I know absolutely dick all about it. Uh, the first track, What Can I Do? is something I really like. I don't know how I came across it. Uh, give me one second.
3: Is this against the rules? I think this is against the rules. <laughs> the
0: lines are comprised of Steve Eggers, uh, Sam Dallow and Aaron Leeson, their self-titled Independent Cassette was released in 1994. I don't need to go through the whole Spotify buy I don't mean I don't need to go through all the things I definitely know about them <laughs> Hit us with some sound titles there Other tracks that I don't know what they sound like are Bobby's Alibi, Jennifer Smiles Oh I don't know this actually This one, uh, Jennifer Smiles You'll be hard pressed to believe that it isn't an XTC song mm. uh, Ghost Town Sunday, After School Special Some cool titles, I hope they're good There you have it folks I got for you and that concludes this episode Of Higher Fidelity I know I printed the sheet wrong <laughs> don't, don't at me Please do get in touch And let us know uh, What sections you liked What sections you didn't like What you want to see more of And what you want to see less of And just general Any, any ideas on or, or improvements And that we'd be delighted to hear Do bear in <laughs> mind That this openness Is only there to create The illusion of involvement As perceived audience input Is key to cementing A dedicated listenership Part mm. of this new age idea That fans somewhere Are entitled to a say In how a show is run mm. Sounds like communist propaganda To me yeah. Keep your smelly fingers off our podcast you yeah, having a chance You listen to what we give you And you'll be happy with that But please do get in touch uh, Send your message into To this.com And we'll get back to you When we won't This has been Pete This has been Ross This has been Evan Reminding you to be rooting Be tooting Always be shooting But most importantly Be, be kind. kind
2: At the top of your feet. Look at this room, Jesus.